Geekish Cast is a member of the Astro Panda Productions Network. Welcome back to Geekish Cast, the world's reigning heavyweight champion in geek talk on the internet. I am your host, Jeremy, and my silent co-host today in the studio is Ollie the Geekish Greyhound. Today we are talking to the creative team from uh, Kid Sherlock, which is being published by Action Labs. We have the artist Sean Gregory Miller and the writer Justin Phillips with us. How are you guys doing? Doing good. Hey, I'm you. doing really well. Okay. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. No problem. So, just so we can get the get the voices to the names here, Sean, why don't you say hello one more time? Hey, how's it going? I'm Sean Miller. I'm the artist on Kid Sherlock. And Justin? Hello, uh, this is Justin, and I'm the writer. All right, so listen for those voices and associate them with the names as we as we play along at home. <laughs> okay, guys. <laughs> so let's. Um, Sean, you've actually been with us before. Yeah, and we talked about your uh, oh the original wasn't it when you were on last time? Yeah, that was the latest issue of my um, self-published comic book, the original. Yeah, which reminds me quite a bit of somewhere between Superman and uh, Captain Marvel. Really good stuff. Check it out if you get a chance. But um, now, Justin, this is Kid Sherlock. Is your first time out the gate as a published uh, writer, as or a published comic book writer? Yes, that's correct. So let's um since you're newer here, let's uh let's start with you a little bit. What point in your life right. did you first take an interest in comic books? Uh well, I have been interested in comic books for as long as I can remember. Uh, all the way through childhood. Uh I didn't always have comic books, but all of my friends did and I always took in all I can remember is trying to take in as much as I could from wherever I could get it. Okay. Was there a particular uh, character or title that caught your attention? Uh, definitely Spider-Man would be my biggest uh, influence and uh, interest my whole life. But then, of course, you got Batman and the Hulk. Uh, those are those are all good choices. So I got older. Yeah. And then I, as I got older, start spreading out into other stuff. Okay. What kind of stuff are you into now? Uh, let's see. Well, right now, I like uh, Copperhead. I don't know if you've had a chance to see that one. It's from Image. It's kind of like a uh, sci-fi western in oh, the cool. vein of Firefly. But with, it's pretty good. No, I haven't so. seen that, but it sounds like something, something interesting to me. Um, so, Sean, let me, let me ask you a little bit here. So, Kid <laughs> Sherlock is your title coming up with Action Labs. Um mm-hmm. Who who? How did you and Justin meet? How did you guys decide to work on this? Or give me a little bit of background on how you guys formed a uh, creative team. Uh, well, he can correct me if I'm wrong, but from the way I remember it, uh, he came to a signing that I was doing at a local comic shop here in Stockton, mm-hmm. and uh, <clears throat> Justin and I um, knew each other previously. Um, and, but I hadn't seen him in a really long time, so when he showed up into the comic shop for the signing, I was like, oh, you're into comics? And he was like, yeah, I had no idea you're into comics. Um, and then he kind of was showing me stuff that he was working on, and I don't remember if Kid Sherlock was like 
brought up right then and there because if I remember correctly, he was working with another guy on something else, um, and then we just kept in touch and you know. I was kind of floundering with my book, the original, and and he had the idea for Kid Sherlock and wanted something cartoony, which is kind of I, I think my strength actually. And then I I did a, a page, and I don't know, it just kind of took off from there. Um, I think I think that's pretty much how it went down. <laughs> it was just kind of like, hey, how you doing? Remember me? You're in the comics. Me too. Let's do one. You know. Nice, Justin. Is that how you remember it? Yes, very. Uh, I would say it was probably a lot more desperation on my end, <laughs> <laughs> in an attempt to to garner Sean's interest. But yes, that's pretty much how it went. Cool. Yeah, so, it was, uh, it, oh, so it was cool. It, well, it was cool to to see. Um, you know, I, I don't have a lot of close personal friends that are into comics. You know, I, I kind of have. Um, friends who I've I've now cultivated a friendship with just because I've done conventions and I meet people but um, to have somebody that that I knew just kind of show up out of the blue that I wasn't expecting was was cool because you know I, I I don't have a ton of friends to begin with but especially ones that are into comic books you know it's kind of like a a, a niche thing sometimes with certain people Um but uh, yeah, it was it was cool to to see him, and then that idea when it was pitched was like, yeah, that sounds pretty interesting. Well, let me ask you this because I, <laughs> I, I of course I I work a professional job full time, and the last thing I do with my customers is tell them I'm a comic book reader. <laughs> so you know, because I mean, they're all you know contractors and business owners and this that and the other, and you don't want to be like, right. and, and I'm into the Wonder Twins or whatever, you know. Right. <laughs> so, I mean, is that something you kind of, do you, do you guys, and I'll ask you both this, we'll start with you, Sean, do you play being a comic book fan kind of close to the chest? I mean, is that something you're normally kind of close-lipped about until you get to know somebody, or what? Do you, what's your feelings on that? Um, it, you know, it was, um, because especially when I was like, first starting out trying to draw them mm-hmm. um i didn't i was very private because i wasn't really that good in the beginning i'm not even that great now but it was like um i don't know you, you just are kind of protective of it a little bit because you don't want to be typecast as like oh you're just some geek or whatever that's lowbrow entertainment or whatever right um but it's funny now that I am kind of doing it semi-professionally when I when people ask what I do and I say, oh, well, I'm an artist because that, that is my daytime job. I am an artist, but I also get to do comic books. The reaction is always surprising. It's like, oh, wow, you do comics? That's awesome. That's really cool. And I, I personally, I would attribute that just to the success of the movies that are out right now. Mm-hmm. It kind of kind of appeals to a, a broader audience you know um so i'm not quite as shy as i used to be about it but uh yeah i mean in, in the beginning i i definitely was yeah i can i can certainly understand that um yeah so let me and justin how about you how how have you approached being a comics fan and dealing with people who maybe aren't uh, well, professionally, I'd say I'm in the same boat as you. I'm an electrician, oh, I'm okay. a contractor. Uh, so, yeah, that doesn't generally come up in conversation. Um, and 
person and same thing is uh, in my personal life though not a lot of friends that were as into comic books uh, I've always been loved everything about comic books and then usually I'll have friends that are uh, um, they like it some here and there or they know about it or they might be curious but then they make the mistake of asking me a question and I'll just lay it all out for them mm-hmm. so, uh, <laughs> uh, but uh, it's it was it was funny because I actually listened to the interview you had with Sean previously and I, I remember him mentioning uh, hearing ta- hearing him talk about his comic book experiences as a, as a youth and uh, and thinking if I had known that years ago when we met things might have been different but yeah I had no idea and and never really had many friends that were uh, comic book nerds you could say oh yeah well that's that's one of the things that comes up from time to time just when i'm talking to different people here it's like and i'm my language is going to get a bit foul here but um these are the the guys that used to kick my ass are the same guys that i see standing (laughs) in line for the movies and stuff now you know and i'm just like you know this shit ain't cool you know (laughs) you can't go around beating us up and then like trying to jump in on geek culture when it becomes the cool thing to do Right. Ex- exactly. Now it's the cool thing. Exactly what you said. It's, yeah. It's spent plenty of time being having to keep it hidden or or being mocked for it. Oh yeah. 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 But, that that's the funny thing too is I I'm uh, I do a lot of freelance work and I'm currently doing some freelance work for a company in uh, Silicon Valley and they're having me um, do a bunch of illustrations for their website and they're a uh, they're a data storage and security company, mm-hmm. and it, it was really, it was it was like the coolest feeling I've had so far being an artist, coming into this like, uh, really hip startup vibes type company, and then showing them my portfolio, and a lot of it was Kid Sherlock stuff, and nice. then like like these are people in like suits and ties, and and I come in with like pictures of cartoon dogs and stuff and they're like oh my god this is so cool and you know they start talking to me about the avengers movie and like all this stuff and it's like i understand it is a little irritating when you've loved something since childhood and you got made fun of it and now it's like the cool thing but the flip side of that is like it's opened up a, a whole new fan base, and for me, it's opened up an entire, um, like, just for my per, my professional career. You know, like being able to go in and, and do illustration for a tech companies. I, I never ever would have thought that I I could do something like that with it. All right, whose dog is that? Oh, uh, that's mine. I'm gonna shut the door. Sorry. What kind of dog? She's do you normally have? pretty quiet. Um, she is an Australian Shepherd. Oh, okay. I have a greyhound, an Italian greyhound, and a little black uh, uh, mix. So I have an illegal number of dogs, and uh, I, I can't get enough <laughs> of them. Um, yeah, no, I know what you mean, because it is kind of cool, because, like, well, for me, I I usually stayed quiet about it, because it did kind of happen. Somebody would say, like, you know, they, they'd say, like, Spock in Star Wars, and you're like, well, actually, Vulcans are on Star Trek, and the next thing you know, you're getting hit right. in the face. You know? <laughs> right, right. Um <laughs> But it is kind of cool, like with some people that I wouldn't even think, because I'm uh, I'm a plumbing salesman. That's my full time job, and 
you know, like one of my customers has actually become one of the biggest show supporters, and he's a guy that I never would think, you know, would be into this stuff, you know. And then he's, you know, it turns out to be like a big uh, World of Warcraft player and things. So you never know where the where the geeks oh. are hiding out there, you know. Right. Yeah. Right. Cool. So let me ask you this: so You guys meet yes. at a at a comic sh- at a comic shop in Stockton, under signing, and mm-hmm. Justin, you pitch him your idea of Kid Sherlock. What was? Did you already have a script done? How far along were you in the storytelling? What stage were you in this story when you first approached uh, Sean with it? Well, the way I remember, I did not pitch Kid Sherlock at the comic shop. Okay. I was trying to make connections with artists, you know, try, as I'm getting into that world, trying to uh, meet as many people as I can. And then when it was actually my wife who started following Sean on Instagram, and she pointed it out. She said, hey, he's got a comic book. And so I wanted to go and reconnect and meet, hoping to make some more contacts with artists and the like and then the kid sherlock idea was something i had um more of a web comic idea at first it was short little gimmicks that i was trying to get illustrated and put online just to have something get something started working with an artist collaborating that kind of thing and so that's what i pitched to sean um so it was something simple easy that he could do um, seeing as how I was asking him to do it for free, <laughs> um, so I was I was trying to keep it as simple as possible, something that he would be interested in. And he, I sent him what I had, and yeah, like he said, he liked the idea, and he started designing the characters, and um, we did, and we were it was just a web comic that we posted online. So it's at the time it seemed like it was something different that Sean wanted to to do. So that was kind of how it began. Yeah, it, it, there was like no pressure involved too. It was just kind of like whenever you get around to doing this, you know. Um, so I, I think I, I honestly put it off a lot longer than I should have, and then I remember just having some down <laughs> downtime and and uh, and doing the first little page. You know, they were one page stories, and. Um, the reaction to it was like really good right off the bat because um, we posted it on Tumblr and Instagram and, and I think Facebook or something like that. And then when I saw the reaction, I was like, shoot, people like this thing way more than the original, like the stuff that I'm really pouring my heart and soul into. <laughs> maybe maybe I should like give this a little more attention <laughs> Okay, and just so uh, the listeners can get caught up now, so we're talking about your story, Kid Sherlock, which is going to start publishing in mid-June. Uh, Justin, why don't you give us a quick breakdown? What's what's it about? What's what's going on in the story? Who are the characters? Uh, so it's basically uh, an adaptation of Sir Arthur Conan Doyle's Sherlock, so the classic old-school Sherlock as a child in school. And... Um, I wanted it to be not the Sherlock we know, not his childhood, mm-hmm. but what it's like being a kid at school and then having because having that personality. Because when you're when you're a kid in school, everything is just so important, and there's you put so much effort 
into every event in your life. And that's why a lot of times adults, we look at kids as being uh, – things aren't as important as kids make it out to be. But to a kid, it is. And so um, that's kind of where I was coming from. I wanted what they were doing to be very, very important to them. And I was always a big fan of Sherlock. Um, and the Watson the dog actually came from – talking about it with my wife and uh, Calvin and Hobbes was a big influence for me as a kid and I, I've always loved everything that Bill did. Uh, the whole series was just amazing and I remember her, I don't remember exactly how it happened but it, she said uh, it was something along the lines of wishing you could do something like that and it just clicked like Watson should be a dog. Watson is Sherlock's best friend. And what's a boy's best friend? A dog. And then it just kind of took off from there. And Watson coming to school and being different. And Sherlock is also different in the friendship that they, that they form all the while solving the big mysteries that you have as kids and you know, all the legends and such that you have in elementary school. And, uh, the mysteries that are so uh, intense that really are just <laughs> just silly adventures. So that's what I was trying to create with using the Sherlock character. Okay. Now, are you adapting any original Sherlock um, stories, or is this all f new material that you're using or that you're writing? Um, mostly new i trying to take a lot of influences from the original work so mm -hmm. um, but there's not a lot of murder <laughs> usually <laughs> sherlock is is solving some sort of murder case or something so right and i noticed to, well, it's still i read through right. part of it and i noticed there wasn't a lot of cocaine either no yeah exactly <laughs> no cocaine no murder <laughs> um but like i i remember I can remember. Well, they're, they're like in first grade, right? They could be sniffing pixie sticks or something like that. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I, I did try to stay away from that uh, as much as I could. Um, <laughs> no, it, yeah, first or second grade. Uh, but I remember in elementary school, everything was. I mean, we had our adventures and conflicts with other kids, and we had our groups and. So the big kids versus the little kids, and it was always something happening at school, and it was always at recess. And as soon as that bell rang, we had to go back to what we were doing, and oh, then, yeah. well, then you had to go back to class. And, and that's the kind of world I was trying to create with Kid Sherlock. You know, you're you're in class, and the bell rings, and now you got to go do your your have your adventure for 15 minutes. Yeah. Uh, well, class is just something you do between recesses when you're a kid. Exactly, yeah. and so with Kit with Sherlock, I don't know how familiar you are if you watch any of the new Sherlock's or anything, um, but he's looked at as a person who is an outcast, or, or they look at him as childish because he does not conform to what adult, what people expect from a person. Uh, he refuses to because of how he sees things, and so a lot of times. Kids, especially good kids, but who might have trouble, mm -hmm. sometimes are seen that way. They're seen as, you just need to be normal, or you just need to act this way. And all they're doing is they're just 
they don't see it that way, and they're not bad or, or um, you know, they don't necessarily have issues, but it's just they're different, and and that could be a good thing. And so, to me, it, Sherlock was always seen as childish, so put him in the role of a child, and yeah, you know, he deals with teachers and the principal and bullies, and you know, he gets bullied because he's different, but he doesn't. He doesn't try to fit in, but he doesn't bow down to the bullies either. So, no, I, I think that's a a good mixing of the traits that makes a kid a kid, and also Sherlock, especially in the, uh, the the two TV shows they have running now. What makes him different on those shows is his nonconformity as well. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, Sean, let me ask you: Did you design the visuals on all the characters? Uh, how did the collaboration start? What point did you get into it and start designing things or drawing things? Uh, yeah, I, so Justin pretty much gave me free reign um, with the character design, and I, I remember initially he was, um, you know, the Calvin and Hobbes thing was like a very big influence. Uh, even though it doesn't look anything like Calvin and Hobbes, uh, I did reference that book quite a bit. And then um, I think he, uh, Justin might have even suggested looking at Scotty Young's work or something like that, if I remember right. Yes. But, um, yeah, I mean, he, he pretty much let me have free reign. Um, and it's funny, like, the influences that I had when I was younger were um, the Hanna-Barbera cartoons. So, a lot of the early sketches I did for Sherlock kind of looked like Elroy Jetson okay. a little bit <laughs> um, yeah. with bigger eyes and, uh, you yeah, know, Richie Sherlock. Rich. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. It, but, you know, Sherlock is so iconic. He's, he's got the, you know, the, uh, what do they call that? The deerstalker hat and the pipe. And obviously we don't have him smoking tobacco, but he blows bubbles out of his pipe. Um, the magnifying glass, you know, some trademark stuff that had to be in there. Uh, but yeah, for the most part, it was pretty much left up to me. And, you know, I tried to make him look just a little bit more nerdy than the other kids. Like his clothes are kind of, he's always got a buttoned up. His collar is, is buttoned up to the top button. He just kind of looks a little bit different than everybody else. Um, but, uh, j- just to kind of go back to the whole Watson being a dog, I th- I would say that maybe ninety five percent of the success that we've had up to this point has just been <laughs> strictly because Watson is a dog <laughs> and he's so adorable. <laughs> um, I think so. Yeah, and, and and what's funny is every single page and every panel, I always start with Watson. I don't start with backgrounds. I don't start with Sherlock. It doesn't matter what's going on in that panel. I always start with Watson first just because I just love drawing that character. And he's usually the one that kind of has the most expression on his face. Um, So I I don't know. That's just kind of a nerdy artist thing that I wanted to share. I always start with the adorable little dog. (laughs) Well, I think that's fair. Um, So what kind of dog is Watson? Uh, I don't know. I don't know that we we got that far in. He he looks kind of like a terrier, I guess, but his nose is a little big, so I don't know. Yeah, Justin, what what kind of dog do you think he is? 
Uh, yeah, I, he's very indescript. He's a white fuzzy dog. So okay. um, uh, the way I know I tried to, because I'm not an artist at, at all, and when I first suggested Watson being a dog, I tried to describe, you know, maybe like this or maybe like that. And when Sean came back with his first Watson sketch, it was just so perfect. And so unlike anything I said, it was just, we went with that. From then on, it, it was perfect. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know if the listeners would find this interesting or not, but uh, I was sitting down working on the character design while I was talking to Justin, like texting or whatever, and I was listening to a podcast with... Um, they were interviewing Chris Somney, and I was like just in love with Chris Somney's Daredevil at, at the time. And he's, he's a fantastic artist. But if you've ever seen Chris Somney, he always wears a hat. And we were kind of discussing how Watson should look, and we gave him glasses, and we decided he needed a hat. And I was listening to Chris Somney. I was like, oh, Chris Somney wears a hat. So then I Googled Chris Somney. And the hat that Watson is wearing is like kind of it, it's direct influence from the hat that Chris Somney was wearing. It's kind of evolved over the course of the four issues to look a little different, but I don't know, kind of a fun little fact there. That's Watson was semi inspired by Chris Somney. No, that, no I, I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, I mean, we were literally talking about it while I was listening to Chris talk about daredevil and i was like oh yeah he wears a hat i'll just google him and see what his looks like that is so funny um well let me ask you about that too since you designed these characters and you said as you've drawn them they've changed a little bit yeah uh-huh. do you let's see here because i know characters are always going to change some over time but i know you also have to kind of keep a handle on that because they need to look the same Especially if yeah. it's a one a one story arc over multiple books, you will need them to look somewhat the same. How hard is it to keep that look consistent over four books? Uh, you know, at, at this point, it's kind of like riding a bike. Mm-hmm. Um, but initially, if if you go back and and you look at um, issue one, and then go to issue four, um. Everything is pretty much the same, but you can tell that I've gotten more comfortable drawing the characters. So the consistency um, in their look might change a little bit, but you got to remember too. Like I was going from drawing like a traditional superhero style into something that looked kind of like a Saturday morning cartoon. So in that first issue, I was still kind of finding my my legs, so to speak. Oh, sure. And, you know, from even from issue one to two, you can see a difference like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, Watson's a little bit more fleshed out or, or Sherlock isn't quite as skinny looking or whatever. Um, and I think that just comes from the comfort of drawing the characters. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like, I spent pretty much a year and a half drawing the first arc, which is... I'm a little embarrassed to say it took me that long, but when you draw those characters for that long, by the end, it's just like, yeah, I can bang them out really quick now. Yeah. Um, but also, I was going to say, yeah, you you draw a lot of uh, superhero stuff, but 
like this year, was it the Grape City Con? Is that the poster you did this year? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, Batman but that's, and Robin. It's Batman and Robin, but it's in a much more traditional, like cartoony, almost Mad Magazine cartoony style. Mm-hmm. So yeah. you you definitely cover a whole range of styles that that you do. Yeah, it, it's kind of. Um, I'm. I feel like even though I've been doing it for about six years now. I still feel like I'm kind of trying to find my footing as an artist and pin down a style. Um, but I also just like to draw, you know, so I don't want to just do one thing over and over and over. I, I kind of like being able to go back and forth. And um, that Batman and Robin, interestingly enough, was part of a pitch that I got to do to DC Um for the uh, Superman's pal Jimmy Olsen. I think we talked about that the last time I was on your show. Um, but those were character designs that were left over from a pitch that never got used. So when they asked for the uh, poster, it was like, oh, yeah, you know, I've got Batman and Robin laying around. Let me do something with that. Well, that's cool. Um, all right. So, Justin, have you ever published any stories or written any short stories? Or is this like literally your first writing? Uh, no, well, I've written. I've got uh, stories and, and comic book scripts. This is the first thing that I've had published um, or actually illustrated to completion for that matter. So, uh, But I have been writing for a number of years. Okay. Um, what what was the first thing you – oh, let me ask you this. This is such an odd question. I hate to really get into this. What was the first – <laughs> writing assignment you gave yourself that you really like this you were like okay i'm gonna do this i'm gonna write this and it's gonna get finished what was it or what was the first one you would care to share okay well let's see let me clarify finished first mm-hmm. thing i ever finished or first thing i was taking seriously to try to get let's go taken let's go with taken seriously to get out there taken seriously yeah um let's see i had uh, I've had a comic book that I have been trying to work on since high school. And so uh, when I started trying to take my writing seriously, uh, I, f- I finished the first script for the first issue of, of that comic book. Um, and uh, and it, it came out pretty good. I, that was the one that I was working on when I met Sean. I had an artist... Um, drawing some of the pages, it didn't really work out with him, um, but uh, but it's still sitting around, and I, I hope to keep polishing it and, and get it out there. But that one, I was able to get uh, the script to a pretty good place. And then let me ask you this. If somebody were to go, hey, Justin, here is the comic that I want you to write, and it was your dream title to write for, what would that be? <laughs> Oh man, that's unfair. Uh, yeah, that's a tough one. My dream comic. Yes. Dream. Well, I, I guess it have. I don't know if I could do a good job, but I would also obviously love to write Spider Man. A Spider Man story would be a dream. I just don't know if I can do it justice. Yeah, I think that's a fair answer. And uh, for anybody listening, I've got a four-year-old, well, he's five now, five-year-old grandson who is so obsessed with Spider-Man that when he was three, I didn't think he could say any other words. (laughs) Um, So for Christmas, I actually had a custom Spider-Man costume made for him. 
and uh, he was pretty stoked about it. So I, I certainly understand Spider-Man fans. <laughs> yeah, Sp- yeah. Spider-Man was, was the reigning king in, in the Miller household for a long time. Yeah. Now, Spider-Man's quite the guy, especially I think he, I don't know what it is specifically, but kids seem to take to him, even though they don't realize that he's just like a, a teenager. Yeah. You know, but yeah. No, for sure. Cool. So are you guys, um, you got four issues you're doing this starting in June. Um, you guys going to do more after that, you think, or what, what's your plan? Well, we definitely have talked about it. We want to. So whether it's on our own or with Action Lab, we've talked about pursuing it. I've already laid out the next four um, and have some outlines ready so we know what the next arc's going to look like. Um, and hopefully, depending on how this arc goes, Action Lab says they'd be interested uh, in another one, um, but we don't have any kind of agreement in place yet. So we definitely would like to do something. I'll just try slipping Dave an extra beer and 50 bucks. That would probably help. <laughs> yeah. Anything will help. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, and- I would actually love to continue drawing them. I I was telling Justin once I finished the fourth issue, it was a really great feeling, but I was also kind of sad because I felt like I was just hitting my stride. You know, at issue four, you're like really settling into the groove of the pacing and drawing these characters. So I was like, man, I, I really hope we get to do a second volume because I, I just love drawing these guys now. It's, it's a cool looking book. I really, I really like everything you guys are doing with it. Have you, have you guys kicked around doing any merchandise yet? Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah. Cause I can totally see yeah, a, a, a Watson, a Watson stuffed animal or something, you know? Oh, for sure. Uh, that's definitely uh, something that I think would fit perfectly. Um, the, both kids, Sherlock and Watson, have that look. The way Sean designed them, they would make excellent plush toys or pop toys or whatever. Yeah. Getting it done, depending on how this series goes, we'll see what we can come up with. But that that would be awesome. Yeah. So now, yeah, they're pretty marketable. Yeah, so I mean, if it's coming out in June, it's already been in Diamond, or is it in there now? It's in there currently. This month's uh, issue of the previews, you can find it. Uh, Justin, you might have to help me. It's on page two something, maybe. Two fifty six on the previews catalog. Um, but yeah, even even without the code or the book. Kid Sherlock's pretty easily searchable when you go to the comic book shop. You could tell him Kid Sherlock, and it comes right up. Okay, perfect. And i got to ask this, because I know I've asked Sean this question before. I ask everybody when they get their first book, book published. But I don't know, Justin, have you actually had a physical copy of your book yet? I have not. You have not. Okay. No. Well, that's, that's a bummer, because I'd love to ask that question. But now I don't get to, because you don't oh. have one yet. <laughs> no. But I am anxiously waiting. Cool. Well, you you know what? I I can say, like, because you asked me that question last time I was on, Mm -hmm. and I I told you that it was a really emotional experience. But for me, this is the first book that I've done that I've seen in the previews catalog. Everything else has been, like, self-published, and I'm pounding the pavement trying to get it out there. So this... I, I mean, I don't want to speak for Justin, but I think you can kind of get the same feeling 
like when I went into a comic shop and, and you know there's this big picture of Batman on the front of the preview cover and like Spider-Man and all these things that are in there and then you flip through and boom there's your book that was that was super cool it was like almost unbelievable <laughs> no that's I didn't yeah, even that think was about really- that yeah, that was a really good feeling. I had to buy my own previews book just so I can have a copy with, with Kid Sherlock in it. It's a huge accomplishment. It's really exciting. Yeah, I, I begged the shop owners, and they gave me one. They gave me the store copy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, all right, guys, so are you doing any uh, conventions in the local area? What's, what's kind of your marketing plan? How are you going to get the word out to people besides just doing this show? Uh, so between Justin and I, we've got like a lot of podcasts lined up and then I will be at grape city con, which, um, is, what is that? April 9th, maybe Mm, that sounds Uh, right, but I'd have to double check it. I should know. I did the poster. That sounds pretty bad. (laughs) I'll, I'll be there at grape city con. I'll also be at Stockton con, which is in August. And then, uh, Action Lab is pretty cool about letting creators tag along, so maybe you might see me or Justin. I don't want to speak too far ahead because we haven't confirmed anything, but maybe you might see us um, at other conventions if we can kind of scoot in there with Action Lab at their booth, maybe. No, right on. Yeah, April 9th appears to be the date for uh, 2017's okay. Grape City Con. Um, yeah, I, I've noticed that a, a lot of really cool books have been coming out from Action Labs. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, one of my favorites of the last couple of years is that Bigfoot Sword of the Earth Man, and that's one they published. Yeah, I got to meet Josh. He's a really cool guy, and then he he gave me a copy, and that that book was pretty wild. It was. I it was a friend of mine actually texted me. I me and my wife and some friends were at a wine tasting in Lodi, and a friend of mine texted me. He's like, "You got to check this book out." I got home that night and ordered the digital copy on Amazon and read it. I was like, holy cow, this is amazing. So, yeah. But it's cool that a publisher exists that will take a chance on Kid Sherlock and, you know, Bigfoot, Sword of the Earth, man. You know, they're they're doing some really <laughs> innovative and interesting stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, I, I, uh, I don't, you know, want to pull the curtain back too far, but we hadn't even drawn a a full issue of kid sherlock and uh actually mike from stockton con the guy who runs stockton con pitched he kind of pitched the book for us (laughs) he was at a con yeah he was at a convention in uh sacramento and he saw dave and he was like hey dave have you ever met sean and he was like oh yeah i know who he is and and he pulled up my instagram and was like, hey, look at this thing that he's doing, this kid Sherlock. And we literally had one page up. That was it. And he was like, oh, give him my information and have him send me more. And, and like, the rest is history. It, it was really crazy how it all came together. That's really cool. I've, I've had Dave on the show before, too. He's kind of, he almost seems to veer off into mad, mad genius at points when you're talking to him. Well, that guy is, <laughs> he's got so much stuff going on. Like, I didn't realize how many titles he's responsible for yeah uh, a boatload i believe is a professional term for it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> cool so justin are you enjoying this this being your first time out you having fun what do you what, what are your impressions oh yeah uh i'm having a lot of fun i'm 
very grateful that Sean took an interest. And uh, for me, I'm trying to break into the the comic books industry is, is one of those things that every comic book fan thinks about and dreams about. And so I kind of, I kind of hit every, every, every point on this one with getting an artist like Sean on board and then meeting Dave and action lab and, and it all just kind of fell into place. And, uh, I, I'm, I'm really happy about that. I, I'm, so it's, it really worked out. <laughs> Uh, that's awesome, and I've read a little bit of the books. I, I like them. The art, you know, uh, Sean, they, they look great. Justin, the stories are fun to read. So I, I definitely recommend people take a look, go into your comic shop, tell them to order it for you. Uh, if people want to find out about you guys, find out a little bit more, Sean, where can they find you at on the interwebs? Uh, they can find me on Twitter at under. And anchor U N D E R A N C A N C H O R. They can find me on Instagram. Uh, actually, probably the best way to find me is if you just go to Sean Gregory Miller. Squarespace. Com. That has links to all my social media and stuff like that. Perfect. And Justin, how about you? <clears throat> me, uh, unfortunately, I don't have quite the presence that Sean has. But you could go to Kid Sherlock on instagram um, we'll be keeping stuff up to date on there um, and uh that will be it for me <laughs> perfect and unless you want to read a bunch of scripts i don't have much in the way of artwork so go see sean's <laughs> stuff and then uh um and the kid sherlock instagram you'll find a bunch of stuff on there cool right on you, and we'll we'll have all this in the notes too if people want to find it on the web i i should mention um Leslie Atlansky, she's the one who colored the book. Ah, uh, yes. And she, like, uh, you know, we, we kind of went through a number of colors for this thing, and everything just kind of fell into place. She was actually recommended to us by another colorist who was, he was very talented as well. Um, but I, I think it would be, I would feel really bad if we don't at least mention her, because a lot of the story, storytelling comes through with the colors you know like i'll say okay i kind of want this mood or i want this vibe can you do this with the colors and then it only enhances what i do so leslie definitely deserves a shout out for sure okay yeah absolutely um yeah was that what's her full name uh leslie atlansky it's uh a t no that's okay and SKY? <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's fine because when you said Atlansky, I thought you were talking about a company. Like, let's no, no. Atlansky. You know. <laughs> okay, cool. So that she yeah. did the colors on your book. Um, that That is good to know. Uh, that also looks really good. So, anybody else that you want to throw out a little bit of credit to on this one? Well, to Mike. To Mike from Stockton Con. I mean, it, it probably wouldn't have happened if he hadn't shown Dave. So, definitely a big thanks to him. Cool. All right, guys. Well, uh, please get out there and check out Kid Sherlock by Sean and Justin. It'll be out mid-June uh, from Action Lab Comics. Request it at your local bookstore or your comic book store. I assume you can get it on Amazon and Google and all that as well. Yeah, it'll be on Comixology as well if, if you subscribe to Comixology Unlimited or anything. There you go. Something like that. 
Cool. And we will put notes for all your links and everything on the uh, website at geekishcast.com. Uh, everybody, you can check us out in the meantime at geekishcast, geekishcast.com, facebook.com slash geekishcast. And we tweet from at the geekishcast. Sean and Justin, I appreciate it very much. Thank you guys for coming on. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Geekish Cast is a Vias and Victor production and is part of the Astro Panda Productions Network. You can find us now on SoundCloud and on Blog Talk Radio. Our theme music is taken from the song Out to Get Mine by Reign of Zeus. Check them out at reignofzeus.net.